Hey everybody, Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. Well, this week I wanna to talk to you about the Jazz Toolbox and Toolbox Safety. Okay, analogies, right? If you've watched any of these videos, you know that I love my analogies. Well, this video is gonna sort of be one big long analogy. But as always, there's gonna be really actionable information here. I'm not interested in just presenting some philosophy or a way to approach music. I want it to make you play better today. We're gonna get into that. So this idea, this analogy of the toolbox, we wanna to have our jazz toolbox. So as improvisers, this is the stuff we rely on. The licks that we've learned, the scales we've practiced, the rhythms we've worked on, the melodic devices. So really very much what I've covered here in the last hundred videos of Digging Deeper. These are all little ideas, little aspects or little tools to put in our toolbox. So that's an important thing to know about. Every once in a while you run into somebody that says, oh yeah, man, don't learn licks. You need to learn to sound like yourself. That is some serious bullshit. That person does not know what they're talking about or they haven't thought about what they do as a teacher. That is terrible advice and they almost certainly did not listen to their own advice. You don't wanna to listen to that. So the idea of we have to fill up, another analogy is the bank account. We need to fill up our bank account with these devices and we withdraw from the bank account. So you have to have some ideas to start with and then you improvise around these ideas. You improvise with these tools. So that is a really important image to have. If that's something, if, if that's an image you're not aware of, an analogy you're not aware of, it's a good one. This bank account, that's what we practice. We put things in the bank account so we can get at them later. We put tools in the toolbox and we learn how to use these tools so we can get to them later. This idea that we don't need tools, that we don't need devices to go be creative with, um, that's silly. That does not work. That does not do anybody favors. So that is something that's really, really important. And in just a minute, so that's really the first part, giving you this idea, giving you permission to collect tools. Do not ever be uh, embarrassed about practicing a major scale. That's an incredibly important tool in the music that we play. And of course, I'm talking to the adult amateurs out there. So wherever you're at, don't be embarrassed about using a screwdriver. It's such a simple tool. Well, no, that's just silly. When the job calls for a screwdriver, use it. When the job calls for the C major scale, my heroes had no problem playing the C major scale. They knew that tool, they practiced that tool, and then they were able to use it in their own way. So, so, so important. If that's what you get from this video, that's great. Coming up in just a minute, we're going to go uh, deeper and give you a very tangible thing, a, very, a misconception that people have about how to use their tools. And I've been seeing this at Jazzwire. And now speaking of Jazzwire, I wanna take a minute and uh, show you some people from Jazzwire. Now, uh, you probably heard me talk about Jazzwire. It's a subscription website that I talked about so that you can work with me, but most important, work with a community of musicians out there. My college experience, I had an amazing eight years of college, not because of the knowledge I got exactly, but because of the community, my friends, the teachers that helped me enact this knowledge, the place that I had to interact. So I'm so happy that 10 or 15,000 of you a week watch these Digging Deeper videos. But here's the thing, this knowledge dump that I give you is not gonna do it. 
for most of you, it's not gonna do it. So you adult amateurs out there who are watching this, every single one of you, whether you're a novice, whether you're a like really high-end semi-pro, those are the people that we have at Jazzwire. So I wanna play you a little 10, 15 second clip of a couple people so that you can see that they are you. You are them. So of this 10 or 15,000 people watching these videos this week, are there five or 10% of you that are serious about this music and really, really want to improve like quickly? Well, this is the place to do it. So let's listen to uh, William. William is in the green community, sort of the novice community at Jazzwire. And here's a little clip of him playing. See if you hear yourself in here. That was William, and uh, he has been telling people on Jazzwire that he has progressed more in the last couple months than he has in years. So that is astounding, that report, and that can be you folks. Again, I'm so eager to give this information and to give this setting of Jazzwire to you folks. So whoever you are, you're gonna see yourself in one of these three players. The next person I want you to hear is Jeanette. She's in our red community. We have three different communities at Jazzwire. Jeanette is a piano player. Here she is. So I guarantee you are at one of these levels. And I really, really hope you set, you do yourself a favor and uh, investigate this stuff. It's not going to break the bank. And again, you're going to have what's probably going to end up being a life-changing experience. The last person I want you to listen to is Tobias. He is from Germany, a fantastic trumpet player in our blue community. This is Tobias. heard a cross-section of people that we have at Jazzwire, folks who were just putting it together, up to folks who could be playing professionally in any group anywhere on earth. So you have seen yourself in one of these people. So I really, really hope we'll get to work with you. And here's what I want to do. Um, a couple months back, we had a uh, reduced rate for registering for Jazzwire, 50% off, and we uh, cut it off at a particular point. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to have it be ongoing. For you digging deeper uh, viewers, uh, this is going to be an ongoing thing. So this code, you can use this code, it's digging spring. If you go to jazzwire.net and sign up, digging spring will get you $75 off the registration fee. So you can get into, or I'm sorry, it'll give you 50% off the registration fee. It's a $75 registration fee, 50% off that. So it's a way to get you inside and working with these people. I know you saw yourself in one of those three people. So I hope we'll get to work with you there. Okay, let's move on now and talk about the safety part of this uh, jazz toolbox thing. Now, like with tools, if you think about it, again, I'm going crazy with the analogies here. Um, if you try to cut 
a board and screw in a screw at the same time, you're going to cut off your foot and probably stab yourself with the screwdriver. That's bad advice to use two tools at once in general, right? So it's the same thing. So here's one of the things that came up at Jazzwire this week. I was coaching people playing a particular tune to uh, use either chord tones. Chord tones is a great approach to play this tune or let's use the blues scale over this particular tonality. And I'm gonna put a sheet up for you. Uh, the song we were working on is called Bernie's Tune, a really great standard tune, and improvising over the A section of it. And over this set of chord changes, we can use chord tones, and if you've watched Digging Deeper very much, you know that I'm a big fan of knowing our chord tones. This tune happens to use the blues scale very nicely too. It accepts using the tonic blues scale, the D blues scale in this key. So I was saying, I want you to really work on chord tones. I want you to really work on the blues scale. Here is the interesting thing, and so many students have this misconception. I'm really glad I can share it with you guys here because I know a lot of you might too is this idea of, um, well, I can play the blues scale and I can play chord tones and I actually know some enclosures because I watched that video. So yeah, let me do all that stuff. That's not really the way it works. Um, if you do enclosures and the blues scale and chord tones, you're gonna end up with mush. You're gonna end up with a real mess. There's too many tools being used at the same time. You're going to hurt yourself and you're going to hurt the audience. So don't do that. Um, when you listen to the greats, you'll hear them use one tool and then shift to another tool and then shift to another tool. It may be two measures at a time. It may be eight measures at a time. It may be two beats of this, one beat of that, five beats of that. They may shift quickly because they are master craftsmen and artists. When you see a great mechanic, a great plumber, they reach for the right tool at the right time. They know what they're doing, right? So that analogy really stands here. So the more tools you have, the better you know how to use them. And you see a job and know immediately this tool, okay, now this one, this one, done. So that is the thing. So now don't use two or three at the same time. Don't think that's how the music works because it isn't. So look at the sheet. And what I did is I wrote two little exercises or etudes, just trying to point out what this may sound like. So I'm gonna play number one, and you can see that for the first four measures, I'm using just the blues scale. And for the next four measures, I'm gonna to shift to playing only chord tones. One, three, five, seven. And there is a flat nine over the dominant chord because it says flat nine, that's a chord tone. So let me play this for you. I hope it sounds like pretty good music. And I'm alternating, I'm not mixing, I'm alternating tools. I use one tool, I put it down, I pick up the next one. So that should have just sounded like good music. It just worked. But I used two very different tools, very distinct tools, and I used them specifically. This one for a while, that one for a while. So now let's go on to the second example, and you can see I flipped it around. I'm going to use chord tones for four measures, 
and then blue scale for four. So I'm absolutely flipping them around. The point is they're sort of interchangeable, especially on this tune. So listen to this next example. So alternating the tools. So this is huge. And, and this should really, for a lot of you, I hope this is sort of eye-opening. First of all, this idea that yes, that is what practicing jazz is about. It's about collecting tools. It's about going to the bank and putting a bunch of information, great licks, great rhythms, great melodies, great harmonies, great substitutions into the bank account so that you can draw on them later. I'm mixing my analogies, I'm mixing my metaphors. Um, but that is exactly how this works. That is the point of your practice. And that is exactly, of course, what we're doing at Jazzwire. And now, um, this idea, the safety part of it, is don't jack yourself up by trying to do two or three, three things at once. Don't imagine that's how it works, because it's really not. When you look at a great transcription, you'll see that is kind of this device, then that device, then that device. Yeah, every once in a while we can see two things happening at the same time. But, you know, that's more of an exception than the rule. And especially at the level you are at, that is not the way to think about it. Drill in this device, chord tones, let's say. Drill in this device, blue scale. You know it like the back of your hand. And now you can alternate. So on the sheet, which by the way, I'd be happy to send you, just write us at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. I'll get it off to you. On that sheet, that's a great example of how some really seriously good sounding music is made by alternating devices. I could pick two other devices that I've talked about here. I could pick bebop scales and triad pairs. I could pick diminished licks and I could pick enclosures, whatever it is. And by alternating them, we go from there. And now I've got a pretty full toolbox. I may have 75 things that I'll be alternating and picking and choosing through my solo. Here's the thing. A plumber doesn't use every tool in her toolbox on every job. And I may not use every tool I know in every solo. We don't want to do that. So I hope this is helpful to you. And I want you to get yourself to jazzwire.net. And I just feel so strongly about the amazing community we have there. People from over 25 different countries working together and improving like they never thought possible. And now with the code DIGGINGSPRING, you can get in for half the registration fee. So use that code, and I look forward to working with you at Jazzwire. Write us for the PDF, and I want comments. I want you to let me know how this is working for you. Is this a game changer for you? Is this news? Were you operating under a different assumption for a lot of years? Please let me know. Have a great time with it. Have a fantastic week. <music>